All right, everyone, my name is Stephen Michaels. This is the greatest show you ever heard, the Raiders Daily. Let's get right into it and recap the 2021 NFL Draft for your Las Vegas Raiders. With the first round pick, who do the Raiders take at the 17th overall? It's going to be someone big. It's going to be someone that's going to make an impact. It's Alex Leatherwood. Who? ESPN sets laughing. NFL Network sets laughing. The whole world's laughing. Raider fans are mad. Holy shit, what did they do? They took a guy that nobody knew. Nobody knew. That should have been there in the third round with the 17th overall pick. But it's okay because 24 hours later, paid employees by the Raiders, who are also reporters, they're going to tell you that every team, every team had Leatherwood in their first round. They had a first round grade on Leatherwood. The Raiders were just so smart. They outsmarted everyone. In reality, Alex Leatherwood, he might struggle at right tackle because he shouldn't be a right tackle. He's more of a guard, in my opinion. The Raiders took him because they want to get better in the run game. That's why they got rid of Rodney Hudson. That's why they got rid of uh, Tripp Brown, thank God. That's why they got rid of Gabe Jackson. They felt like these guys were not good in the run game. Last year, they, they, they want more athletic guys. Alex Leatherwood, let me tell you something. He's better in the inside than playing a right tackle. Mac Jones saved himself a lot when Leatherwood was playing right tackle. He really did. He got the ball out quick. Mac Jones, he has a quick release. If he held onto the ball about two more seconds or one more second longer, he would have been sacked. I mean, so I would be concerned, honestly. Offensive line is boring in the first round. I know some Raider fans are not going to admit it. They're not going to admit this was a reach because they won't, even though they all, they didn't even know who this guy was before the draft. But that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Because the Raiders redeem themselves in round two when they take Trayvon Morick. He slides all the way down the second round, all because of medicals. He has a bad back, which is concerning. Not going to lie. But he says he should be ready for camp if we have a camp. And NFLPA doesn't want rookie mini camps. Next thing you know, they're not going to want an offseason. These guys are getting paid millions of dollars here. Millions of dollars, and they can't go practice. You only work 17 days, of, 17 weeks out of every year. But you don't want to practice, and you're making millions? Come on now. Do your job. Go to practice. And these guys, the Raiders need these guys at practice. They need to be coached up. The Raiders attack defense in this draft. Like I said, they take Tra uh, Trayvon Morick, a guy who can be the Raiders' future free safety. And thank God, thank God for this. Because right now on that depth chart, the only guy you see is Jeff Heath. And if you watched the Raiders' defense last season, you know you can't have Jeff Heath at free safety. The Raiders got sliced and diced all through the season. They couldn't stop a nosebleed last year. They really couldn't. If that defense was just average, the Raiders would have won 10 games last year. If they were just average, but they didn't create any turnovers, any team could throw in the middle of the field on them. So now that's what the Raiders did. They went out, they got a guy who could be the future free safety, a guy that maybe can get some turnovers, get some interceptions. And if Morrig is healthy, it's, it looks like he'll be good in the NFL. We never know. That's why I don't give draft grades. I really don't. Because it's stupid. It really is. 
How am I going to know, for example, in round three, they take Malcolm Kuntz, if that's even how you say his name. I'm going to butcher all these guys' names. He's a defensive end out of Buffalo. He's six foot three, 250 pounds. Now, this guy could end up being awesome. He could be the next Cleo Mack. He's from Buffalo. Same college. We just don't know. The Raiders reached for him. I mean, this guy was a fifth-round talent, and they took him in the third round with a 79th overall pick. I mean, there's no doubt about it. I mean, the Raiders reached a lot in this draft. You can't deny that. There's no denying that. I mean, when they took Leatherwood in the first round, ESPN set were laughing. NFL Network set didn't even know what to say. Mark Davis was so embarrassed when the TV was on, he had to leave. Come on now. That's why when Morig fell, the Raiders had to take him. They had to take a name. The fans were going too crazy. Then the Raiders were in full damage control. They had paid employees who are writers try telling people that GMs around the National Football League really liked Leatherwood and they were just about to take him. We all know that's bullshit. We all know that's a lie. Let's not pretend. Let's not pretend they reach for Leatherwood. They made up for it with Morig. We'll see how this Koontz guy is in the third round. After that, they take a guy who I'm actually surprised even, uh, you know, round three, I think this guy could be pretty good. He's a safety slash linebacker, hybrid type, Divine Diablo from Virginia Tech. I like his film. Six foot three, 226 pounds. He started his career as a receiver. Maybe this is a guy who can cover linebackers because the Raiders really need that. They really need that. Maybe he can get some interceptions because the Raiders need that. Their defense sucked last season so badly. They couldn't create any turnovers on defense last year. If that defense was just average last season, they would have won 10 games. And by the way, with the safeties the Raiders took, I mean, to me, that's pretty much saying John Gruden does not, is not very high on Abram, Jonathan Abram. He doesn't feel like he can stay healthy. He sucks in coverage. And he's not a good tackler. So all that running of the mouth he does, guess what? They bring in Carl Joseph. They draft Morick. They got Diablo here. Round four, they do it again with Tyrell Gillipsey. Safety from Missouri. They are loading up on safeties in the draft. That is not a good sign for Jonathan Abram. But, you know, they do need depth there. And they shouldn't because they did address this, you know, last season. You got Amik Robertson. uh, You know, all these guys. Mullins. Keyshawn Nixon. You name it. It's almost like John Gruden saying, hey. Those guys are never going to work out. We got to bring other defensive backs in. That's what it seems like. That's what it seems like. So round four, they take the safety out of Missouri. Round five, they take Nate Hobbs, a cornerback, out of Illinois. Again, I mean, Amik Robertson was a fourth round pick last year. And he had a hard time getting on the field. Now here we go. Open slot competition at cornerback. Hobbs is six feet, 195 pounds. 
He's bigger than Robertson, who's only five foot eight, by the way, 187 pounds. So we're gonna see. Nate Hobbs is going to probably, you know, he's going after Robertson. He probably will end up on special teams, but we don't know. We don't know. After that, obviously, round number seven, who really cares? Uh, Jimmy Morrissey, center, Pittsburgh. Just more debt for Tom Cable. Tom Cable can turn this guy into an all-star. He can take a guy from the XFL, an offensive lineman, and turn him into an all-star. That's why I didn't think they needed to take Leatherwood in the first round. Well, they shouldn't need to take Leatherwood in the first round either way because he would have been there in the second round or probably a third round. But either way, they didn't, did not need to do that. That was a stupid move. That was a dumb, dumb move. The problem is, the problem is, as you guys know, I've been worried about the Raiders taking an offensive lineman for, I don't know, months now. One of the reasons is this Alex Leatherwood, I actually heard his name already by people that work for the Raiders. Alex Leatherwood from Alabama. I had to ask people who he was. This is a week before a draft. And every time I ask people, you know what they were telling me? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, you know, people who know this stuff, know college football. Oh, yeah, yeah, he, he, he plays for Alabama. But the Raiders aren't taking him in the first round. He Maybe a third round or something. He's not the first round pick. And I, and I kept telling him, well, I, I hear his name a lot. And I do know, I knew this heading into the draft, John Gruden was not going to draft any opt-outs. He decided that's something he is not going to do. Mike Mayock did not want to admit that. That's another thing, guys. All you Raider fans, please remember when Mike Mayock is talking to the media, he's not telling you the truth. Please. It's it's almost insane that people really think that Mike Mayock is going to tell the media the truth about anything. Because he's not. He's not going to tell you the truth about anything. But that was the Raiders draft. And like I said, I don't give grades. I got to wait and see how they play on the field. Sometimes these drafts that on paper look terrible, they end up being the best drafts. How many times have we seen that? So I'm going to wait till I see them on the field. And after the season, if they get on the field, then I can give them a grade. Like I said, Leatherwood scares me a little bit. He's better in the run game than he is in a pass game. Morick, I think, is the future at free safety. These other guys, I, I don't know. I just don't know. You know, Tyrell Gillipsy, like I said, is he going to be pushing John, Jonathan Abram out? Malcolm Kuntz? He's a big dude, but I mean, he's not taking Yannick's job. He's probably not taking, he's not taking Max Crosby's job. So, but he's better than Arden Key. At least he's not tickling Deshaun Watson's toes. So, who? We'll see. Maybe he ends up being a superstar. We just do not know. We just do not know. I will say this, though. I, I love uh, when the undrafted players. I always root for one of those guys to make the team. There's a couple of those guys the Raiders took that I think, that I think might be sleepers that could end up being better than some of the guys they drafted. For example... The tight end out of BYU, Matt Bushman. He got an injury last year. He didn't play. But go back and watch when he was playing. This guy looks like he can be pretty good. 
in the pass game. And imagine if you have Darren Waller and Bushman, and Bushman ends up being better than Foster Monroe, can catch passes like he was doing at BYU. That would be great. John Gruden really wants two tight ends who can catch the football. That would be perfect. You also got Max Richardson, a linebacker out of Boston College, who I think is going... He, between him and uh, DJ Turner there out of Pittsburgh, one of those guys I think will emerge and end up making this roster. But Max Richardson out of Boston College... That guy, I mean, he go watch the film, guys. Type his name in on YouTube. Watch his highlights, at least. Same thing with DJ Turner. I, I mean, they, some of these guys, they just need a chance. And DJ Turner, to me, the guy has speed. I mean, he's not the biggest dude in the world, but I'll tell you what, he, might, he, he looks like he could be like a Tyreek Hill. So don't sleep on him, don't sleep on Bushman, and definitely don't sleep on Richardson out of Boston College. The other guys they got, they got a, a white running back out of Wisconsin. I think he's white. Uh, Garrett Groshek. That's why I'm guessing. Uh, anyways, they got Darius Stills out of West Virginia. They got TJ Morrison out of Stony Brook. They got uh, uh, a guy from Duke, an offensive tackle. They got Dylan, Dylan Stoner. From Oklahoma State, wide receiver. Gruden loves his wide receivers. They got Trey Ragus, if that's how you say his name. Uh, so we'll see. He's a running back. We'll see how he does. The Raiders, you know, I like their undrafted picks. I really do. When I went and watched all their stuff, you know, I had a dig for it on YouTube and things like that. But when I watched it, I said, hey, these guys look pretty good. They look pretty good. They look, I mean, I like their tape over some of the guys the Raiders actually drafted. So we'll see how this draft goes. The Raiders did address the defense, which they needed. They took a bunch of defensive backs, because clearly they don't have any trust in the ones they have. Hopefully they work out. Not a big fan of Leatherwood in the first round. Nothing against him personally. I mean, I'm happy for him and his family. They're millionaires. That guy didn't think he was going in the first round. They're millionaires. And by the way, if Parsons falls to the Raiders and the Cowboys don't take him, what do you think the Raiders do? Do you think they still go with Leatherwood or do they take Parsons? What do you think? I have a feeling they take Parsons. I will say, though, again, that was embarrassing in the draft room. There's no doubt about it. I mean, they had, they had the sound on. ESPN was laughing at him. NFL Network didn't know what to say about that pick in the first round. Mark Davis was so embarrassed. You knew. You knew. In that second round, when Trayvon Morrig is still there, the Raiders have to take him. They have to do damage control. And that's exactly what they did. And they have issues with Morrig. He wasn't even the first safety on their own board because of his medical issues. He has back issues. Hopefully, his back will be okay, and he could be that future free safety because the Raiders need someone other than Jeff Heath. We've seen enough of Jeff Heath at free safety. That defense was terrible last year. The Raiders and John Gruden and Gus Bradley, what they want is they want to create turnovers on defense. Hopefully, these guys can help them do that. They brought in some guys from free agency. 
you know, Quentin Jefferson to, to Yannick, to all those guys. Hopefully they can get after the quarterback, sack the quarterback, create some fumbles, get some interceptions, and get that high-octane offense on the field. Because I feel like even with Derek Carr, which by the way, this is Derek Carr's year. I mean, it's a make-or-break year for Derek Carr. He did not get an extension. Colton Miller got it. Usually a team does not keep the quarterback the final year of their contract unless they do something great. And I think the Raiders are looking at Derek Carr as this is your final year to prove that you are the franchise quarterback. It's pretty obvious. His, his contract runs to what? 2022, I believe. So this is it. He's got to show that he is the, he's the future here. And I'm sick and tired of watching the Raiders go 6-3 and three or 7-3 and three and then falling apart. And just losing the rest of the way. Derek Carr's performance in Atlanta. Terrible. The guy is not consistent. He has to be consistent. For all 17 games, he has to be consistent. The Raiders need to win. So hopefully this defense can create turnovers. Get Derek Carr, Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs, Kenyon Drake. I mean, the list goes on. They have so many... All these new wide receivers that they have. Willie Steed, Hunter Renfro. You name it. Look how many weapons this team has on offense. They should be able to blow teams out. Unfortunately, you can't when you have the worst defense in the world and every team can just throw off you anytime they want or run. They can run off you too, as they proved last season. And they score a touchdown every time they touch the ball. If the Raiders are on defense, the opposing team, more than likely, is at least getting three points on the board. That is not acceptable. The Raiders' defense could not get any turnovers last season. They couldn't get any sacks last season. Now John Gruden has pass rushers, and he has guys that are ball hawks that maybe can get some interceptions, force some fumbles, get that offense on the field. They restructured that whole O-line. They're more athletic, better at run protection. Alex Leatherwood is a much better guard than he would be a right tackle. They're better at run protection. They're more athletic. Maybe that opens up the door for Josh Jacobs, Kenyon Drake, Jalen Richard. Who, you, who cares? Whoever the running back is, they have some big runs which will open up the pass game for Derek Carr. And Derek Carr makes smart decisions. He just gets it out of his hands quickly, like Gruden wants him to do. Then every now and then, hopefully Henry Ruggs in the offseason got bigger and got better at his breaks, better at route running. I know he's been working on it. He has to. He has to. There's too many examples last season where Henry Ruggs, I mean, this guy is so fast, yet so slow to get out of his breaks. He's got to get better at slant routes and things like that. He can't just do the same go route every single time. He can't. He can't do it. Because even when he does, guess what? He's so slow out of his breaks. Derek Carr throws the ball where he's supposed to be. And Henry Ruggs isn't there. And then you say, how the hell is Derek Carr overthrowing Henry Ruggs? Well, at least I, I, know, for, I know for a fact that not all of those times were Derek Carr's fault. Go back and watch the tape. It's Henry Ruggs getting slow to get out of his breaks. So that's not helping Carr out at all. At all. So if Henry Ruggs can get better in that area, the Raiders are going to be good. They added a ton of weapons, like I said, on offense. 
That offense should be explosive. If this defense now and Gus Bradley's scheme can create turnovers, this is a 10-win team. If they can stay consistent. They were a 10-win team last year with a terrible defense. But the offense was not consistent. They just weren't. And their defense was terrible. The offense should have never needed to even be in these kind of games last year. You know, these close games. But their defense sucked so bad they had to. Hopefully, now their defense is so much better that there's not so much pressure on Derek Carr to come back in the fourth quarter. Hopefully, the Raiders can get a lead and know how to build on that lead as well and not be so conservative. John Gruden's got to get better at calling plays in the end zone. Derek Carr's got to get better in all aspects of his game, being consistent throughout the season. And the whole defense needs to get better. Get Jeff Heath off of free safety. Get a pass rush. Make opposing teams fear you. And hopefully, with this offseason and this draft, that's exactly what John Gruden has done. And uh, before we end the show, yeah, we'll address the reports. We know there might be a little bit of friction there between Mike Mack and John Gruden. I know that's true. That's been true, though, for a while. That's been true since the Damon Arnett pick. Remember, the Raiders were never supposed to draft Damon Arnett. They had to because they couldn't get a trade done for with the Jaguars. Then they tried to trade out of that pick as best they could. They could not find a single team to do it, so they ended up taking Arnett. And I know Gruden is not that high on him. Because, again, the guy was with the injuries, with the COVID. Gruden is sick and tired of guys being injured or sick or whatever the case may be. We need healthy bodies on that defense and on that offense so this team can be successful. Like I said, we'll see how this draft pans out, how these players pan out. But I think they already did enough in in free agency to make them a lot better. Now, I do not agree with the decision to release Mo Hurst. I think that was stupid. Arden Key, who cares? But I would never uh, Mo Hurst. I just don't. Their defensive tackle uh, depth kind of scares me there. A lot of guys, just not a lot of big names, if you know what I mean. So we shall see. But overall, listen, the Raiders address needs in the draft. Hopefully these guys are good. And guess what? The draft will be successful. Even though they've reached a lot in this draft, there's no doubt about it. I mean, anyone will tell you that. And anyone who tells you different is lying to you. They reached, but it doesn't matter week one if they reached and say round three for a guy and that guy gets an interception. That guy makes a big play. Then no one is talking about this team reaching. Because no Right? All right. So I'll see you guys later. My name is Stephen Michaels. This is the Raiders Daily.